0: Welcome to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures Podcast. I'm here once again with my wife, Michelle. Hello, Michelle. Hey. (laughs) My name's Tom. Uh, Each week we join you to talk about all things Disney, the parks, all the different, the cruise line, run Disney, everything based around disney and this week we are so excited because we have a guest with us that is just amazing the crowd goes wild (laughs) her name is nicole she worked at the disney store from 2000 to 2008 she worked in guest relations as a vip tour guide and hostess at the disneyland resort from 2008 to 2014 and i know she's going to have some fun stories to share with us nicole yeah Thank you so much for joining us Thank today. you for
1: having me. Oh, it's
0: so fun. This is great. We're really looking forward to it. Yeah, I can't Thank wait you. to hear the stories. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so let's get
0: started here. We're going to go right back to the beginning. Where did your love from Disney come from when you first started?
1: Well, it had to have been from my dad when I was seven years old, taking me to see The Little Mermaid. Huh. And that... Movie came out and we had the soundtrack and I remember listening to the soundtrack over and over again and I knew the songs before we seen the movie and that's where it started and then it just kept going and getting more and more and more and more and more
0: and eventually it led to you actually wanting to work at Disneyland. What what inspired you to actually go there?
1: When I was in college, I did a well, I worked at the Disney store right when I graduated high school. I remember going into the Disney store at. Age 16, like, are you hiring? And you have to be 18. I was like, please, you don't Aww. understand. I love it. Really? So Aww. I didn't know you had to be 18 to work at Disney Store. It's yeah. So I waited until I turned 18 and then they finally, yes, you can get hired, but we're not hiring at this store. So anyway, I worked at, um, where did I start? Horton Plaza in downtown. Okay. Um, but when I was in college, they um, had us do a speech. In my speech class about how to teach someone how to do something, it could be anything on earth, but teach somebody a task. And I thought, what what can I teach anybody? How to have a fun and efficient day at Disneyland. I can do that. And so I did a PowerPoint presentation. Huh. I did all of my special tips and all, you know, how to get Fast Pass because back then you had to go get them. Right. Um, And at the end of the class, I just did that for fun, for me. And everyone was like, can you please take us to Disneyland? We'll do anything. (laughs) I thought, gosh, there should be a job where people do this. And then I found out that there was. And I was like, I have to do that. And um, when I was... Go After I was like getting closer and closer to finish in college, I was like, I'm going to apply at Disneyland. I'm going to do it. And a lot of people said, you probably won't get into guest relations. It's a really right. esteemed thing. I'm you probably sure. won't be able to do it right away, but maybe you will. And so I applied. I got my degree in music education. And then overnight, I was a Disneyland tour guy Ta-da! like a week later. <laughs> so I had to do it.
2: Sweet. All right. Well, going on that theme... What goes into the training for being a
1: tour guide or a VIP tour guide? Yeah, they when it starts it's kind of you have to learn everything. And I right. thought I knew everything already. I knew all the attractions. I knew where everything was. But I didn't know the names of every store and every restaurant. Wow. I was like, oh, I'm going to have to. Okay, that's, uh, I can learn that. I can do that. Um, but it's just a crash course on everything Disneyland related. Um, guest relations. You have to know everything about not just the parks but the hotels, wow. surrounding area. So you walk the parks um, and then you learn the information board and they, we had a phone room at the time we don't anymore right. um, and that's where you like as you're working you start to develop more and more knowledge and then you can learn guided tours if you want and that you get what we call a D-Pin that you wear above your name tag nice. um, once you learn your guided tour and that's what made you like official in the department because wow. there would be guests that would say oh I have a question oh you don't have a D-Pin you probably oh, won't know the answer oh my gosh <laughs> they just snooty yeah I mean, <laughs> oh you're not d pins. you must so, not you know. must be new <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, you're earning your ear Yeah, yeah,
1: I know.
2: Now I feel like I have to go congratulate everybody who has a d D pin.
1: pin, (laughs) (laughs) Um but yeah, no, it it was it's really special. I remember when I got um, when I when I got interviewed the They were only hiring for, I think, stores and attractions. And during the group interview, the lady said, you kind of have more of a fit for guest relations. And I was like, oh, I do. (laughs) Thank you. So they found um, a guest relations manager to do a second interview. And I think the thing that I said when he said, why do you want to work here? I said, I love Disneyland more than some people love their family. (laughs) And I think that kind of stuck with him. And he was like, I think she might be a fit (laughs) for the department. But but back then, you didn't really get hired, what they called, off the street. They, like, tour guides, you have to uh, get hired somewhere else, work there six months, and maybe transfer over. Mm -hmm. But um, they hired me in. So then when they would introduce me to new people, like, this is a new hire. Her name's Nicole. She's from the street. (laughs) (laughs) She's off the street. She's not really one of us yeah. yet. Yeah, and I would always say, well, I've been with the store since 2000, so right. I kind of know a little bit, and, you know, it's just how it was. That's but-
0: So how long did it take you to get from where you're first into guest relations to where you actually get that deep?
1: <laughs> I think I started in June, and I think I was deepened um probably by September. I, I got my D-pin on, back then we had a Segway tour called Cruisin's Disney's California Adventure wow, Tour. Wow. And so I not only got to learn how to ride a Segway, but I got <laughs> to learn all the information about California Adventure for the tour. It was such so a fun tour, but it started at 6.30 in the morning. Ooh. Oh, wow. That was the only bad thing about yeah. it. <laughs> like, not enough coffee in the world. No, no. And I and I lived in San Diego, so I had to oh. wake up at <gasps> 3.30 for oh, my, my shift. Wow. Good thing, like, you had to wear a helmet to be on the Segway so I didn't have to, like, really make my hair look that great. (laughs) Right, So at least I, like... And you avoid that Orange County (laughs) traffic Yeah, Yeah. Exactly, yeah. No one's on the road. So that was good. That was such a fun experience. And then I was so lucky and I got to learn the holiday time at Disneyland Tour, Mm. which became my favorite tour. Because it was about how Disneyland celebrated the holidays and traditions around the world. And I just loved... I always just loved that backstage information, like how they decorate the park and all the ornaments on the trees and... how, how they like even come up with how they're going to theme holiday decorations. Wow. Like I love all of that stuff. I think that's why I wanted to work at Disneyland was because I wanted like wanted to see it backstage. I right. wanted to see like how they make things work. So that was super fun. Right. Things like that.
2: Right. So, um. Going on the tours, we've we've done a couple of them mm-hmm. at both parks, at both West Coast and East Coast. Um, and one of our favorite things was Walt's apartment. Oh
1: yeah! What can you tell us about that? I when I first stepped into Walt's apartment you just you feel these goosebumps it's like you can feel like his presence in there it's such a small tiny place but (laughs) once the door opens it's like you feel this energy just like come like he stepped foot in here this is his special place and i never felt that you know i i love walt disney world but i don't i don't get that same connection anywhere there but it it was just such a special thing and when they told me i was going to get to give tours of walt's apartment i just are you wow. sure? Like <laughs> me? Are, I know, are you right? sure? Um, and that was just so amazing. And I think one of the coolest things is as a VIP guide, sometimes you get to do tours of groups of people that are coming to the park to right. get research. So they're coming, maybe they're going to be in a movie and they need information oh, for their okay. role. Or maybe they're an executive from Walt Disney World and they need to learn about how things work at Disneyland. Right. So, Sometimes when you're a VIP guide, you're going to bring them up to Walt's apartment, but they already have a guide of Walt's apartment, and it's like an Imagineer. And so, not only are you in Walt's apartment, you're in Walt's apartment with these special guests, and you get to listen to an Imagineer talk about Disneyland, like specific interactions with Walt Disney. And so that's like it's awesome as a guide because not only you're doing minimal work because you're not giving the tour, but you're also like sitting back and just. Listening to all the knowledge and pretending like you're not super excited, but inside you're like, the coolest thing I've never done. (laughs) Like, you know, you pretend like you're really. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. (laughs) But inside you're freaking out. It's, you never, you can't read any of those stories in books. It's just being there at that moment. So. It was really amazing. Yeah,
0: when we were lucky enough to go do that tour, mm-hmm. and we got up to the apartment, you just see Michelle oh racing up the God. stairs. She was like, "I couldn't mm-hmm. wait to get up there." Yeah. And she got to ring the bell to Aww. go in and everything. She was so she nearly brought her uh, to tears just doing that. Yeah, I get, I get choked up now. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and then going in there mm-hmm. and yeah, you, just yeah. like you mm-hmm. said, you can just picture Walt just sitting there, mm-hmm. you know, just uh, you know looking out the park. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, his little his little cans of chili. Yeah, and the little, I know. Right. Kitchenette right. Oranges, area. Yeah,
1: I remember as when we had to go up there for training or anything people would always like blow on the curtains to like so if they're a oh, staring wow. up they'd be like is Walden there? Like there's a ghost Like, because they wouldn't <laughs> see you but they'd right? see things moving inside oh or, my gosh there funny. was um one of the coolest things I got to learn the happiest haunts tour as well. And mm. during that guided training uh, I'm sorry, the training experience, they want you to become the best storyteller you can be. Because when you do a haunts tour, you want right. to like kind of creep people out, oh, you know? Yes. So we would practice telling ghost stories and we would tell them in Walt's apartment or other places. Oh, wow. But one time it was Walt's apartment and it was at night, so it was already kind of <laughs> creepy. In right, there. right. And one of the tour guides was like hiding in there, and we didn't know. And so we were all going <laughs> oh, no. around doing ghost stories, and the kitchen had opened, and we were like, ah! <laughs> but it was just like silly things like that, like memories sure like that. And I remember also I would like to call people from Walt's apartment because right? on their phone it would say Walt's apartment. Mm-hmm. So if I knew someone from Walt Disney oh, World, gosh. I'd call them and be like, "How, oh, Walt's calling me?" You know, oh, just that gosh, even though cool. you know, it's just that. Like when you see it on your phone, like, oh, that's so cool. That'd be amazing.
0: Yeah. So, So you also got to overlook uh, the Dream Suite at times. Mm -hmm. Is that
1: right? Yes.
0: Now, we've never been in the Dream Suite. Ah. What can you tell us about the Dream Suite?
1: (laughs) Oh, the Dream Suite is so special. I remember when they first built it, I wasn't working at the park yet, um, but they were giving tours of of it to annual pass holders. And one of my friends got to go on a tour and wow. asked me if I wanted to go, but I had something that I had to do that night. So I remember driving all the way to Disneyland, doing a 20 minute tour and then getting on the road and leaving oh because I gosh. I cared sure. about the park so much that I would drive that far. Right. Um, but when I first saw it, I, you it's so – there's so many magical things in it. And we talked about um, the bird on the fireplace mm-hmm. that they also right. have in the studios that inspire the Walt Disney's Enchanted Tiki Room. Um, but you see all these things, these little nuances, the details that don't really need to be there but are there. Um, and I remember seeing it as a guest thinking, like, this is the coolest place. And then when I got to work there, it was like – I you just feel this, like – ownership of it like this belongs to me in a way like I, oh, wow. I get to be a part of this and uh, you know when you do overnight shifts they can seem not as magical because you don't get to be with your guests as much because they're sleeping for half of your shift right. but you also got to give the guest tours of the park when the park was closed. Ooh. So they oh, get to nice. walk through and you take all these pictures of them like doing all these cool poses around the park. And it's things like that that are so special because the guests love you automatically. Sure. Like you're just doing your job, but like you're showing them Disneyland. So right. they really love you. And you're just like, be in the castle. like And you begin to be a photographer. Give me life. Wow. Oh, you look so good. <laughs> wow. like, oh, don't do this. Get on the floor. And then you're like on the floor taking all these shots. And it's just so special. I know that one... Not not me, but back when it was A Year of a Million Dreams, right. um, I remember there was a couple that came to the park, and the boyfriend was planning on proposing to his girlfriend at the park, and they magically won the Dream Suite that night. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Yeah, so he's the luckiest guy on earth. He had right? the ring. He's like, I guess I'll wait till later. Yeah. <laughs> so they did the after-hours tour, and the guy placed him in front of the castle for a photo, and he dropped to his knees to propose. Oh, my goodness. I mean, wow. I think cast members get just as much out of it sure, as guests. I mean, sure. it's just amazing. You can't plan for things. it just magical things just happen there. Nice. So um, they also do sometimes special events at the Dream Suite. Um, certain celebrities or people or, or just events that they'll have there. It was fun being a part of that, too, because you're – you're the go-to person you grab everything you right. just make things happen and it's so fun to like just be able to to do that and you know i think disneyland kind of ruins any other job for you after that <laughs> because right? you're just like oh this person they need this food right now I, club 33 i need you to deliver me this food and like you just it's just so cool like just wow. things like that are just so funny.
0: So I don't know if a lot of our listeners know this, and I didn't know this up until I, I think your father, who I work with, uh, had told me about this, that uh, you would stay there. You just mentioned it. You would stay in the Dream Suite and kind of watch it over overnight mm-hmm. when they had guests mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I mean, basically, what what did that entail? Was it just kind of to be there in case they had something they needed at any time? Or?
1: Yeah, you, there always has to be someone working there, just in any event. Sometimes. It never happened to me, thankfully. Um, Pirates of the Caribbean shares a wall with the, okay. um mm-hmm. the dream suite, and sometimes they'd have a fire alarm go off at night Ooh. just oh, because okay. there's people working there there's people all over the park working at night and sometimes things just happen and so if there is a fire alarm you need right. to evacuate and get them out of there um luckily that never happened to me because i would be so unmagical <laughs> right. but um and get I'm, out! I'm all i'm all about the magic i don't like bad things like that right, but right. um Yeah, though most of the time it was give them this tour and get them to bed. Is there anything else you need from me? And then they would fall asleep, and then you kind of have nothing else to do. So you watch YouTube videos or put on a DVD, but you 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 can't sleep. So, um, but I feel like for me being like so into the magic, it was like I just want to take in all of these moments. Like there's nothing for me to do, but I'm in Disneyland at night, like. Hearing all these weird sounds, like you still hear Tarzan's treehouse music Mm. and like, you know, the... The is it a panther or a cheetah? You know the villain in that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and you can hear uh, it's right. like ah, like scary, like <laughs> oh gnarling, gosh. growling, and then you just hear things, and you're like, is it a ghost? Like <laughs> just wow, things like so that. Cool. It's just so fun. Yeah.
0: yeah, that's just the magic of the park, I guess. Yeah, and it's right? amazing that it still goes on throughout mm-hmm. the night. I and...
1: remember my one of my first shifts at Disneyland. I had to get there at like six in the morning, <laughs> and I could hear because City Hall was shared a, a wall with Adventureland, uh-huh, and so Jungle right. Cruise was on the other side. But I was new, and I didn't really know that, and I hear the like from <laughs> the Jungle Cruise and I was like is that like a radio? Why is it repeating? Oh and my like, That's gosh. the Jungle Cruise. I was like why is it on? It's only <laughs> 6 in the morning. <laughs> <Like, laughs> you don't open yet.
0: We were there uh, for one of our uh, we were doing the Walk and Waltz Footsteps tour mm, right. uh, and we, we were sitting there waiting over by the, the guided tour pavilion there mm-hmm. in the garden area and you could hear that the guns go crack, crack, yeah. crack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that's
1: right. right. The Jungle there. Cruise right yeah there. But right. isn't it so cool that you wouldn't know that? You right. look that way you see yeah. nothing no in right like i remember when i learned the cultivating the magic tour which was all about the plant life at disneyland they would talk so much about how the plant life is themed to each land as well again like so much more detail than it needs to really be because no one really thinks about it but when you're in Frontierland, there's this giant tree that when you're standing a certain way it kind of hides the matterhorn and it's almost as if they do it on purpose so that you can't see that land because when you're in frontier land or New Orleans you don't want to see that and then so when you're in fantasy land you can't see any of the other stuff either it's just because the plant life grows so big it's almost like they purposely do it to like look keep everything else out
0: well when we were in uh, walt disney world on one of the tours they, they explained this to us and you probably had this uh, same thing it's when you go in through the gates to go in and the train stations mm-hmm. there and everything that's like the curtain mm-hmm. and then you go through the tunnel and then the curtain rises and yeah. then there's main street and the castle mm-hmm. right in front of you yeah and then the the names on the buildings as you go down and if you haven't done it before go walk down main street and just look at the names on the buildings Mm-hmm. Those are like the credits rolling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I'm, yeah. yeah. I'm sure you've explained All that All of to the him.
1: windows on yeah. Main Street right. are themed to a specific person. But I, I remember one anniversary working at Disneyland. I don't remember if it was the 58th or, or whatever. I was just feeling like so unmagical that day. I don't know why. I was just super bummed out. I was having the worst oh. day. Nothing is wrong. I'm working at right. Disneyland. There's right. a parade right over there. But right. I'm still feeling like kind of grumpy. Yeah. And my manager said, Nicole, I need you to do something important. We have a last minute important guest. I need you to give a tour of all of the windows of Main Street and then a Waltz apartment tour and a Dream Suite tour. And I was like, I guess I'm magical today. Like, wow. I guess the magic has... Re- you know like that movie How Stella Got Her Groove Back? It's all like How right. Nicole Got Her Magic Back. Wow. Right? I got to give this tour. And it, it, it's just so like great. You're right. Like bringing up those the windows. Just right. seeing those little magic touches. Is yeah. It, super
0: it really amazing. is amazing because you mm-hmm. go through and, th- and there's all those names and they all mm-hmm. had something to do in some mm-hmm. way, shape, or form with, uh, with Disneyland, mm-hmm. with Walt Disney World. It's it's really incredible. And,
1: and I love how they pay homage to all of those right. important right. people. And even, even
0: in some of the, the uh, attractions. You know, mm-hmm. If you go to the Haunted Mansion, for example, a lot of the headstones and such are mm-hmm. some of the Imagineers and other parts that uh, helped create those rides. Right. It's, it's really great. And
1: they have a Mary Blair doll inside of It's a Small World, too. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. She's holding a balloon up at the like in the top like the second room I think, but there's not really a light that shines on her, so you wouldn't really see oh, her. Wow. But she I'll almost looks like she's that. made out of paper mache or something. Oh. She's, it's just so cool. That I had no I, idea. Yeah, That's awesome. She's in uh, inside her own attraction. Like that is it's just so right. cool. Yeah, that is, that, is cool. that is great. That is great.
2: So. You know, you're talking about how you need to feel magical and things. (laughs) So I would think that they do some guest events. I mean, Mm -hmm. some cast member events. Mm -hmm. So what kind of things can you share with us about that?
1: Yeah, um, I I think after, like, a busy summer, they would always do it uh, between September or um, uh, maybe August, September. They would do, like, a cast member recognition event. Like, thank you for working such a hard summer. We know it was busy. And they would do different things. Like, they'd close Fantasyland, and we'd get to ride a couple attractions there. And they would always have a theme it was like a hoedown one year or like a masquerade ball one year but one year they Got all of the guest relations cast members on the Mark Twain River boat. Oh, wow. And we got to just tour around at night. The park is closed. We're on our own, like, oh, private wow. boat. Wow. They have a nice. mocktails and a right? a DJ, and everyone's dancing and just having a fun time. Some people are in costumes, some are not. And I remember I went up to the DJ and requested my favorite band, which is Hanson. And they were <laughs> like, Wait, you want me to play Mbop? And I was like, Yeah, I think people will really like right? it. And they played it, and it was just. Like for me, I know it's only me, but like I'm listening to my favorite song and my favorite place where no one else is going to get to do this experience with all these magical people. The park is closed. I'm enjoying this attraction and everything's just so beautiful. So it's just like little things like that that are just memories forever, you know, just silly things like that. No, that's awesome. I totally get it because
0: we've been on one of the tours at Walt Disney World Mm -hmm. and we're walking down uh, Liberty Square. And uh, there's nobody there because the park has it's not even rope drop yet. So there's nobody there. And it's just you're the only person in the world experiencing that Mm -hmm. at that time. And it just feels like you said, it's magical.
2: Right. It's It's like you want to bottle it. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. This is just so amazing.
1: There's a quote in the Walt apartment tour that Walt talks about Disneyland when, because, you know, you look out his window and, you know, when there was no one in the park. I mean, I don't want to use the word dead because that sounds kind of right. morbid. But the park is super magical already. Mm-hmm. And for us, like, we love seeing it with no guests in the park. But right. what really brings the park to life is seeing all the guests in the park. So he mm-hmm. would always say the magic doesn't start until the guests come in because mm-hmm. that's when the show comes to life. Right. And it's true when you look out the windows and you just see the people, like, having fun and running around. But for people like us who like that backstage mm-hmm. stuff right. and feeling that, you I mean, I always feel that when there's no one else in the park. And, like, we would do... Um, um, every year we would have a guest relations photo shoot. So all, oh, wow. I mean, if you wanted to come in at six or five, <laughs> you could be in the photo. Nice. And they'd always pose you in front of whatever was new that year. You know, one right. year it was aerials, understate attraction. Um, but when it was in front of the castle, one of the first years I worked there, we would get there early, like at six, and then take a picture in front of the castle. And then we were when we were done, we would just like, Linger and take pictures nice. in front of random things, oh, wow. you know, the wishing sure. well or the tiki room. I think I have one that I brought. Uh-huh. Anyway, as I throw it across, um, but just being a part of it in there, and then kind of seeing how things come to life. I remember right. one morning I was walking to work, and they were lowering one of the elephants for the Jungle Cruise in back into the attraction because <laughs> the park had been that attraction had been closed, and I guess they were re- refurbishing the right, elephant. Right. <laughs> <So> <laughs> they have this crane; they're lowering an elephant down, into, and I'm like, no. No other job in the world. When right? I see like a flying elephant coming in, like it's really ruined sure. the rest of life. <laughs> right, right. There, there's nothing else. <laughs> so ba-
0: based on that, what is your favorite attraction still at Disneyland?
1: Uh, I okay. It's like I picking li- your favorite child. Yes, right yeah, yeah, yeah. Luckily, I only have one, so that's not. <laughs> um, I, there's something about Splash Mountain. I don't know what it <laughs> is. <laughs> I really love it. But but truly and honestly, in the historical aspect of the park. Enchanted Tiki Room, and it's a small world. There's just something about Mm. both of them. I just feel that connection to Walt. And I I mentioned to you before how my favorite photograph of Walt Disney is the one of him underneath Jose in the Tiki Room. Because Mm -hmm. it's called Walt Disney's Enchanted Tiki Room because he funded that one himself. Every other attraction, every other thing, it would say, like, sponsored by this or, you know. Kodak presents, right. blah blah blah. Right. but that one he paid for it himself because he knew that technology was going to be the next step in storytelling. Nice. And so with that sparkle in his eye and the magic is working, all of the animatronics are working. He's just so proud of it. And seeing him proud of something he helped to develop is sure. just so amazing to see him. He's just so wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, on that, still alive. You're a <laughs> Walt
0: historian. You know, well, basically, you have to I, kind of be in the, be in the, the job. But mm-hmm. uh, so what's uh, maybe some unknown thing that, about Walt that you could share out there that would mm-hmm. really, uh, <laughs> you really enjoy?
1: So one thing I loved about Walt was people would tell him when Disneyland was getting more popular, they would tell him, you should run for political office. And he would say, why be the governor or the senator of somewhere when you can be the king of Disneyland? <laughs> and I <laughs> love that right. about him. That's Great. Yeah. I just I he's just he knew what he was doing. And and I know that there's some there's some films out there that don't show him in the best light, Mm -hmm, you know, but I feel like in order to succeed in your craft, you kind of have to make decisions. And he was and that's what I love about him is he wasn't afraid to believe in his uh, and what he knew was going to work like if it was me I'd be like oh right. I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings yeah, I, right. I don't know if this is really going to work but he believed in himself and there's it's just amazing to see that there's well, there's a quote in the show Wings I only know it because my husband loves that show where they said Walt Disney he, there's people out there that just get whatever they want and I was like you don't know anything about right, Walt Disney he didn't right. get anything he wanted right. he had to work for it right. you know oh. I mean, he vacation he had a vacation home that he mortgaged to build Disneyland. You know, it's not like he had all this money to build Disneyland. Right. He almost went bankrupt. He actually forged a lot of the documents um, and, and Roy helped him with the financial backing of Disneyland. I mean, they made a few like, sure, you know, and you know, it's funny, Roy, like I said, he did a lot of the, financial backing but when he would like go to sleep while would get out certain things and like edit things <laughs> like no we have to have gold leafing on the castle and we're right, no we do not need yes we do okay yeah. okay we can't afford it okay fine put it to bed and then like okay we're gonna get the gold leafing <laughs> I'm just gonna edit this document he'll never know you know things right, like that right. So Great cool. brother stories. Mm-hmm. I know. But what, what else is really cool about Walt is when Disneyland opened in 1955, he was the one giving tours of Disneyland. So wow. dig, dignitaries, celebrities, just important guests that he wanted to schmooze, right. he would bring him in and tour him. And then he got to be really busy. He was a very popular man. And so in 1959 is when he founded the tour guide program. So he hired the very first oh, wow. tour guide and hand-selected her. Her name was Cecily Rigdon. And she was the one who got all the tour guides together and it was a different time. I mean, they right. picked all females. Right. They had to be very attractive and skinny. <laughs> right. um, I mean, I don't even think they allowed men into the department until the late 70s. Wow. And when I hired in, they told me that a size 12 was the biggest the skirt went. So if you were bigger, you're not a tour guide. Wow. Goodbye. Wow. Then that they would say it like that. Goodbye. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I was a size 12 at one point like, during my <laughs> pregnancy. And I was like, I'd be the fattest kid in the <laughs> department. But, I mean, it was a different time. Hand right. selected. Sure. But... Just amazing to see how it's evolved from there that sure. he had his hands in that department and it's still going strong. Right. And it's just, it's amazing. I'm a lot like Cicely Rigdon because when she got her first job at Disneyland, she was so excited. She crashed, in, crashed into her garage on the way home from oh no. Yeah, that would be me. I'm so excited. I'm not even thinking about the world around me. Like.
0: I'm not excited just when we go to Disneyland. I know. <laughs> I know. When you
1: pull into the parking structure, you're like, I'm about to give someone $20, but it's okay. Right? It. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm about to break my bank account on yeah. this annual pass yeah, and, and all right. the food. And it's, it's okay. okay. Yes. I
2: know.
1: But it's all right. I know. <laughs> so well, talking
2: about food, mm-hmm. now Pixar Pier
1: opened up mm-hmm. this weekend. Mm-hmm. What are your,
2: your thoughts about that?
1: I love that they finally have shown some of the movies that we all love but right. are just not... They're not out there like Wally. We I mean we love Wally. You know, seeing there's like a Heimlich. Like, did you guys see the photos of the, um, the games on the boardwalk? Right. Yeah, I love it. They pay homage to so many of them, and even the like shorts before the movies are kind of in there um but the best part of, <laughs> about Pixar Pier to me is that they finally created a food guide like they always have had a map and an entertainment right. sh- schedule you know that's important stuff people sure. need to know how to get to the to the attractions and you know right. when the show is but i want to know where i should eat where exactly. should they like give my special calories to like right. what is the best food <laughs> And and it's all detailed in one place. Nice. Yeah. Finally, yeah, it is. We I, needed that.
0: I noticed that yeah, coming mm-hmm. up. They they posted that on social mm-hmm. media recently, mm-hmm. and I was like, yes, that's brilliant. Yes, finally, you know, finally, right. You know, we're not going to use it up on this funnel cake when yeah. I, you know, I got this other thing yeah, down here. I know. You know exactly.
1: Have you had the lobster nachos? That's oh. what everyone talks oh, about. My
0: goodness, we love yes. the lobster yes? nachos.
1: Okay. <laughs> so yeah. they are worth it. <laughs> they, they are. Definitely. They are. They're
0: crazy good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay, they're a little bit of okay. It's lobster, so it's like maybe they're not worth kind of the price you're paying for them. But they're pretty darn. Yeah. Pretty darn good. Yeah. But that that bar, at least before when mm-hmm. it was the Cove bar to mm-hmm. wait to get in there, we would like just have to plot out our day. It's like, okay, we're just going to go ahead and have a cocktail at around <laughs> 10 30, 11 yeah. o'clock because otherwise we're going to be waiting in line for an <laughs> right. hour and a half. There's yeah. no yeah. reservations. I don't know what the Lamplighter mm-hmm. Lounge is going to be like now. I know there are some mm-hmm. reservations mm-hmm. Uh, for there. So mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see how that works out in
1: the future. I've seen a lot of my people I used to work with on social media post their photos of trying it out and mm-hmm. it just looks incredible. Can I work there again so I can try it out? I know, right. I miss it. <laughs> that was what was really cool, too, when you worked there, is they'd be like, okay, um, Star Tours is reopening. They need practice. Can you just go on the ride nice. real quick? Okay. Oh. Right, right. Do I Dang have it. to? Do I get paid for this? Yeah. Okay. I'm just making sure. <laughs> I'm going to
0: test it again. Yeah.
1: I know. And when Cars Land opened, I remember that, too. They were like, we need people. Right, go to Cars right. Land. I remember that because um, in when you're a guided tour guide and when you're a VIP guide, you always wear the, like the skirt and oh, the jabot sure. and right. the pantyhose. But when they were testing it, they had to have everyone wear pants for some reason. So mm-hmm. I was like, I'll go get pants. Right. I can go. <laughs> I'll go get them. It's okay that I'm on the clock. I'll go get pants. And then I'll right. go on the ride. And then I'll come back and work. <laughs> you know, just silly things. But, nice. Yeah.
0: yeah, we had some. We shared last week uh, some cast members from uh, Walt Disney World that went on the uh, Slinky Dog coaster at right. uh, uh, Toy some Story Land. And they yeah. really Really, it really looks it. fun. I'm yeah. looking forward to being able to get out there and experience right. that sometimes soon. so bad. Have
1: yeah. you been to Walt Disney World? I have. I've been a couple times, but okay. I haven't been in a while. It's been a while. Right. Yeah. My son is a little bit too young to go on. Like, sure. I'm not going to take him all the way there for the Tiki yeah. Room, because we have one here. Right. When he gets a little older, I'll go well, the Tiki
0: Room in... Uh, in Southern California Disneyland Resort is the the original and the better one it's the anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it, the other one's fine and it's still mm-hmm. an experience we do every time we go mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Look at her; she's like she doesn't like it as much. Like yeah. she's like no. Well,
2: no, I, I like I like both of them. You know, there's a little slight difference. It's an equipment issue. They had mm-hmm. um uh where the fountain goes mm-hmm. up that tube that flowed mm-hmm. the water broke and apparently yeah. they had no way to really replicate
1: that oh yeah that sounds about right right Which is,
0: <laughs> it's amazing the day of 3d printing or whatever mm-hmm. that they haven't been able to right. recreate that part
2: yeah of it, so that's I the only little little thing that's different they did have different versions for a mm-hmm. while um so but they're back to the traditional one we saw that recently right. but
0: so. we like the original like i mean it's the stuff that walt actually experienced you mm-hmm. know walt uh, you know got to experience right you know, the Tiki Room. You got to experience Small World. Right. Um, the, the one thing that we do like about Walt Disney World is that they still have the Carousel of Progress there, which mm-hmm. is the only thing in Walt Disney World that Walt actually rode in. Right. Uh, so Absolutely. if you, that's why, I, I know it's, you know, it's kind of out, out of the way. It doesn't get a lot of people in there all the time, but you should experience it if you go to Walt Disney World, just Mm -hmm. because that that is the one place there that Walt actually experienced himself.
1: And then you'll be singing the song the rest of the day. Yes. (laughs) There's a great thing.
0: We were at a wine tasting last year that happened, to we got lucky enough, it was Gogi Wines, which is uh, Kurt Russell's winery. Mm, Cool. And he presented for us it was unannounced right but we were lucky enough he presented for us and right in the middle of it he broke into it's a great big big, beautiful beautiful tomorrow tomorrow. (laughs) i was like oh why didn't i have the video Ah, on my camera going at that point oh (sighs) so great Uh, that's amazing so what's one of your favorite facts about disneyland that you would love to share with some of your tour Mm -hmm. guests
1: Hold on, because I, I'm not prepared. Because you said favorite, and I have so many. <laughs> oh God!
0: You can, you can Go down the list. All
1: right? No, <laughs> I. Oh, I don't. I can't right now. I'm so sorry. That's I okay. Give me a second to think about. That's it. That's okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I you off guard. No, 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 no at okay. all. No, no. But can no, I no. say one thing? Yeah. That do you? We were just talking about the Tiki Room and right. how it was under new management with Zazu. Right. 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 Okay. You guys probably didn't like that as much. No. Yeah. I don't, when I that was the first time I saw it in Walt Disney World. Oh. I didn't see the original one there. But I walked in and the girl in front of me said, "I'm so glad it's under new management. The seats were so uncomfortable last time." <laughs> no. And I, was like, <laughs> I don't think Zazu like. Put Put in new seats. <laughs> I don't think. Iago isn't really a manager. Oh, man. like, okay. funny. Aww, I'll just let you think that. You're so yeah. cute. <laughs> but now I'm glad that that isn't. isn't no isn't Yeah. Okay. I can tell you something thoughts. now. Okay. I thought about it. Okay. okay. So in the Walt Disney's Enchanted Tiki Room, let's right. bring it back to my favorite attraction. Um, one of my favorite things about it is that case that there's so many different audio audio animatronics in the park Pirates of the Caribbean and Haunted Mansion but the most expensive animatronics are the ones in the tiki room because they're made of cashmere because uh, the birds actually breathe if you watch them Mm -hmm, when they sing they breathe and Mm -hmm. when they all had feathers on them they would breathe so much that they would end up becoming bald because they would lose so many (laughs) feathers (laughs) and they were thinking gosh we have to come up with something because we're kind of replacing this every five minutes and they were watching Walt Disney tell a story and he was always so animated when he would tell stories. He would act everything out with his hands and he would wear cashmere sweaters and they were watching the material like, okay, he's separating, it's coming back together. Separating, it's coming back together. We need to get cashmere for these (laughs) birds. And so they remade them all with cashmere and it's just so cool that the the smallest animatronic is the most expensive and kind of most intricate ones in the park. So I love that that
0: yeah, is so, cool so for those of you who just tend to skip by the tiki room See? maybe you have a better appreciation for right. it next time you go mm-hmm. it's uh, it's one of my favorites I, I one thing i mean it's we're getting to summer now if nothing mm-hmm. else it's have a condition. dole whip it's cool it's mm-hmm. like a you know what's a seven ten minute show you mm-hmm. know go in there cool down relax have a dole whip enjoy the mm-hmm. same
1: mm-hmm. i mean
0: uh, uh, it's one of my favorite things too right definitely mm-hmm. definitely so uh, obviously you, you you've gone past this you, now you're you're living a new life, you have a husband, beautiful young son, and you know, you're very happy with where you are, but does there every little bit of you that misses? I miss
1: it every minute of every day. (laughs) And I can't wait till my son's older and I can really explain, like, I quit because of you. (laughs) Like, if he ever treats me bad, I'm going to say, you're the reason I don't work there anymore. No, I miss it every day. And especially because I'm still friends with so many Mm -hmm. friends Mm -hmm. on Facebook that still work there. And, you know, when they were building Star Wars Land, all of the cast members got to sign their name on, like, just a beam. It's only a beam. But it's still the fact that their name is on that beam that I'm like. They worked there during that time. That name is going to go on in history forever on that beam. You know, just wow. things like that. Like, that could have been me. Like, right. you know, just it's it's silly things like that. That, you know, um, I I got the opportunity to walk through the Haunted Mansion before, um, during Jack Skellington taking over it and regular no, Haunted sure. Mansion. And I did sign my name on a book in there. Oh, so nice. I don't know if it's still there. But <laughs> it just things like that, getting to see things before they open are just – just that kind of stuff. I miss all of that. Even just the regular city hall shift where people are like, the parade didn't happen or it's raining. Like just right. even dealing with just guests that are upset, like and sure. fig- fixing it, making it magical again. Like I miss all of it. Just being a part of it. I miss the costume. It was so uncomfortable. I miss everything about it. Wow. So and that's why I, I try to take my son as much as possible so that he can fall in love with it like me. And I think he did. So I think I'm successful on that.
0: When your son gets older, would you go back?
1: Yeah, I would go back in a in a heartbeat. But, you know, they have all these strict rules. Like if you, if you like, lost a costume piece or, you know, they have, like, a no rehire status.
2: And wow. I
1: know that, um like, I've probably lost a jabot, like the thing that you wear around your neck. Oh, sure. And I'm like, gosh, if I don't get to be rehired over a jabot, I'm going to be so right. upset. <laughs> like, I'll pay for the jabot. Right? <laughs> you know, so I hope that my... Record card is good because actually, you know, I lived in San Diego the whole time I worked there. So wow. Wow. I was late a lot. So I didn't have the best record card towards the end. <laughs> um, I became a tour guide and then I became a lead for a really long time. And then they sure. have a point system. So if you're late a certain amount of times, you get written up mm, and then right. they'll take away your lead status. And that did happen to me oh. because I was late so much. It was so hard to get there on yeah, time. Traffic. Like <laughs> It's 100 miles. Right. Yeah, that's a you long, know? Yeah. That's a long and commute. It's, and it's not just like the back roads. It's like always a trafficy spot. Yeah, right. Oh, we know. We go enough. That, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. you know it. Like it's it's always hard, but but yes, I'll go back in a minute. Like I you know, I probably was m- not making that much money if you think about gas. Right. And how much <laughs> I mean the pay I don't want to talk about pay, but, you know, like <laughs> I probably wasn't making that much money back then. So I still feel like I would pay them to work there,
2: nice. you know, like wow. I feel
1: like they paid you in smiles. <laughs>
2: <Wow>. <laughs> like, Do you but... still remember like your orientation? Because mm-hmm. I've heard that's pretty magical. for people. Yeah,
1: I think what's so magical about it is, you know, you go through the whole day where the trainers are teaching you like, look at this lamppost. It's <laughs> themed to this land and look at this trash can it's themed right. and I'm not trying to be like a jerk but I was like I already know that right. like <laughs> I just I I've sure. come to the park enough I've absorbed all of this enough right. I feel it I you don't need to teach me how to feel it I already feel it but then you'd go through this whole shift where you feel like you already know everything and then Mickey Mouse comes in to give you your name tag oh and my oh, god, oh, this is so magical my, wow. my boss is here right? you know like <laughs> it just you know Aww. it was just so special sure but but to me that like training for the tours was the most magical oh, because God. and and for being a vip guide we called that barbie boot camp <laughs> because you would wear your heels for an eight-hour shift and they would just take you everywhere how to enter every attraction how right. to exit every attraction wow. where you would bring your guests and then let's go to tarzan's treehouse in and your heels just so that you can practice on your heels and wow. you know like just things sure. like that and um and you know you did have to look the part right. i mean I got to brush your hair and just like silly, (laughs) dumb things that people probably already know. But just like all those things. I mean, I learned more from that job and those trainings than I could have learned anywhere else. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, just, yeah. And you learn how to be flexible because I remember coming to a VIP hostess shift. They'd be like, "Okay, your guests really want to go on Peter Pan. Um, (laughs) The entrance is closed right now. So you're going to have to go over here, over here, over there, and then go (laughs) over there to this little And you're like. Wait, what? Like, right. and so you literally are like, okay, I'm gonna make this happen. How am I gonna do this? You know, and you just, as you're walking, you're pretending like you know what's going on, even though you have no idea where you're going. Right. And then you tell a story to your guests and you're there. And like, it just magically happens. So I feel like Very anything cool. that happens in life, I can figure it out. Right, right. <laughs> I yeah. figured out how to get to this ride when it wasn't even open. You know, <laughs> or like, my your guests really wanna go in Indiana Jones. Okay, let's go all the way to Indiana Jones. It's closed. Okay. Oh. Oh. We can make magic. We can figure something out, you know, nice. just things wow. like that. Wow.
0: Well, we could talk to you forever. I mean, right. this is, I, well, I'm not even getting started on all the stuff we can, <laughs> we would talk about. I hope right. maybe you would join us again. At I would love to. Oh, yeah. Awesome. So great, Nicole. Mm-hmm. Um, but before we go, we always close out with, Tips for our listeners of whether it be the parks, the cruise line, run Disney, whatever, mm-hmm. and we figure we have a real insider oh no, here. I haven't <laughs> been
2: there in four years.
1: You
0: have to have the perfect tip for people. The tip out that there. you
1: tell your friends when they. If you're not, we can give a couple
0: tips coming. first if you want to think yeah, about it. Yeah, you
1: give some tips. Okay. I want to know what kind of things you get. Okay,
0: we'll start with <laughs> Michelle. Always starts for us. So Michelle, okay. Have your okay. Um,
2: before I give my tip, though, I do want to say a little bit about Comic Con. San Diego's mm. getting ready for that. Um, the trolleys are already starting to be all decked out. For, for Comic Con, mm. which is an exciting time here. And I know a lot of uh, people like to get in cosplay and go out there. So just wanted to um, give a little piece of information that came out is that uh, the street in front of the convention center is going to be closed for anything Harbor. with wheels. Harbor, right. Mm. So that means even bicycles, skateboards, or scooters. Mm. So the only thing with wheels that will be on that, allowed on that. Uh, road from 7 a.m. to 9 p.m. will be the city buses that are dropping people off. Okay. Um, so that's going to be good because I know when we've gone to Comic Con, it's sometimes you can wait forever just to try to cross that street. Uh, but the other thing is, you can't cross that street if you don't have a badge. Oh, so, i are not even
0: going to let you. Even, right. To, you know, so if you don't have a badge, in. you're going to be in
2: the gas lamp. So. <laughs> um, it's good but, to know. Right. But so I have a tip ready, and it's regarding if you have a reservation, a resort reservation at any of the Disney parks, um, it's go back every once in a while and see if they've updated some, you know, better pricing. Because you can do that online, on the spot, you know, and I know we've had that happen Mm -hmm. to us. A a friend of mine, that happened to her recently. She went on and, you know, had the reservation already set with her deposit and it dropped $400 and she made the change online instantly. So, right. So if you have those uh, reservations, it's really simple to do. Just keep going online to the My Disney Experience and checking the reservation. And what you do is you hit change. And then, if there are other offers available, they'll come up, and then you can select the change and, and process it, and it'll bring you the, the the better price. Yeah, Disney
0: releases packages all the time. Right. Uh, maybe when you booked your room, it may not have been there, but later on, they come up with them, and you can always change it, you know, offering discounts, sometimes offering even free dining. We've right. seen that happen before, right. other yes. such things. So yeah, take advantage of that. My tip this week is: it, we just reached the first day of summer. It was just this last week, so. It's getting hot in the parks now. Walt Disney World is (laughs) already up in the 90s. It may push into 100 coming up here. And we know the... Million percent humidity there. Disneyland, it gets hot as well. I'm sure, Nicole, you know that, how warm it can be there. So it's a very simple tip out there. One, just stay hydrated. You can bring water into the parks, as much water as you want. Bring it in. You can bring a bottle, drink it, refill it at a fountain. At Walt Disney World, I know, at least in Pandora, and I think they're starting to come up with some other places, they actually have water bottle filling stations you can do there. If you don't do that or if you run out or whatever, Go to any place where they're serving a fountain drink. You can get a free cup of water. No charge. They don't charge you for the cup. They don't charge you for anything. (laughs) Just go there and get water. But please stay hydrated. I mean, especially to get the kids hydrated. It can Mm -hmm. be very hot. It's a long day. Everybody gets tired as it is. If they're dehydrated as well, it could really mess up your trip to... Any of the Disney parks. Mm. So that's just my tip for this week.
1: And in first aid, it's always cold water. That's oh, even better. Because right. there, fount- there are fountains around the park, but you want to go to first aid for the yes. good cold water. Yeah. Um, so for me, and you've probably mentioned this before, one thing, I, I took my son to the park, and we didn't really want to stay for the fireworks because it was kind of late. Right. And we didn't realize. We parked on the top level, and we watched the fireworks oh. from there. Yeah. And so we were already... Like, buy oh, wow. our cars. We don't right. have to, like, fight any traffic. So there's cool. You don't have to stand in front of the the castle for fireworks and the parade. Mm-hmm. It's There's a lot more space by Small World for the parade nice. and New Orleans Square for the fireworks because you can still hear the music. And you can see it in the Esplanade and you can still kind of hear the music. So sure. my tip would be, if you don't mind it being, like, if you don't have to be right in front of the castle for a show, experience other places that might be less impacted because then your exit of the park might be a little easier. Right. Too. Well, that's in case perfect. Good. I like that. I like that. That's a great tip. That's a great mm-hmm. tip. I know we like
0: doing that at mm-hmm. various places. We don't always go in and get with the the mass at the mm-hmm. in front of the castle or wherever they're building for the fireworks. We just mm-hmm. like to watch them off in mm-hmm. the distance, and right. that sometimes is good enough for us. Because
1: so mm-hmm. you can still hear the music. Yeah. you can still see the r- yeah. fireworks.
0: There are actually I mean, some viewpoints where you can see them better than you can right? in the I park. Know. Yeah.
1: I know, but I guess now the new show they do light up a lot of yes. Main Street. So they yeah, that is they the are one they're, that they're up a little bit. They
0: are trying to lure you more in there because of that the train that.
1: station's a good place too
0: yeah yeah, yeah. Anyway.
1: that's perfect that's
0: perfect thank you so <laughs> thank much you. for joining us mm-hmm. again you've been a wonderful guest yeah, the stories are <laughs> fascinating i could talk to you for hours yes. it's this been my pleasure ah. so again our guest has been nicole she was a vip tour guide and hostess Yay! at the disneyland resort and boy so much fun so much yeah. fun so thank thank you. thank you for joining us we really hope we can talk with you again sometime soon so, thank you for listening to the Hyperion Adventures Podcast. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, on Instagram, at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. You can listen to our podcast on SoundCloud. You can listen to us on Stitcher. If you get iTunes or Google Play, you can subscribe to us. Whenever we have a new episode out, it'll go right to your phone or your device. You won't even have to hunt us down. You can find us there. we also, you can go to our website, hyperionadventurespodcast.com. Please find us and if you have some friends out there that love disney just like you do tell them about us but until we talk again please have a magical week and we look forward to talking with you in the future